Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, well, it's another, another day here on Let's Go There. Woo-woo! This is Shira. And I am also Shira. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. Although, no, I want you as Ryan, the sleigh god. No, I'm Shira. I'm just going to be Shira the entire show and see if you can see the difference. Okay. So I guess it's like a swap. Wasn't that no, a movie? Not. I didn't say it's a swap. You be Shira. Okay, so two Shira. I'm going to be Shira. Okay. This Love it. is the show of Shira. And wait, wait. producer Justin can be Ryan. Wait, wait. No, I want to be Shira. <laughs> no, you're going to be Ryan. Wow, all right, guys, stop it. I'm blushing. I already picked dibs on Shira. <laughs> I, I've never felt so wanted. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's it, but <laughs> that's what I'm we're just gonna have fun. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Lots of fun. Actually, speaking of which, I'm very proud of myself, which means all of you should be proud of yourselves because you're like me today. Um, because I have a streak of waking up early. I was, you know, you know me. I have a hard time waking up between six to seven. Uh-huh. I used to sleep in, and I still like a good sleep in, right? But I've been waking up earlier like six to seven streak meditating doing it all 2022 watch out Woo! oh my goodness that is incredible you know mel robbins who's this motivational person she says if you're having if you're snoozing yeah you're you're having issues no that is you're snoozing you're losing i know like that Oh my god! I'm, that was a share. Oh my god! I'm kind of loving. This. I know. <laughs> so, um, she says if you have trouble waking up, to just go five, four, count down like five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Do a countdown. Okay. And then by the time you count down or count up, just get out of bed. It's like the countdown. Yeah. But she also does the high five thing. If you want to read the book, the high five book. Anyway, all good things. <laughs> Lots happening on the show. <laughs> Not just this craziness. But this craziness, Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill takes another step to becoming a law. Just horrible. Uh, MSNBC contributor and former advocate editor-in-chief Zach Stafford joins us next hour. Plus, this is wild. COVID mask requirements are ending across the country. But is this decision based on science or politics? One of our great medical experts joins us later this hour to talk about that. Plus, in 10 minutes, a rise in silent crime may be putting the community at risk. We discuss stalking in 10 minutes with the 19th. First, let's get into some what's trending this hour, though. Lawmakers in Arizona introduced a bill to protect LGBTQ people from discrimination. Finally, uh, this comes from Representative Amish Shah, who says the coalition supporting this are people from so many walks of life coming together based on values of fairness and freedom for all. And the bill has a religious exemption, but it only applies to churches, not individuals and businesses who claim their religion requires them to discriminate. 
And students in the Twin Cities walked out of class today in protest of the police killing of Amir Locke. The students are demanding justice for Locke and for an end to no-knock warrants in Minnesota. The students plan to walk to the governor's mansion to make their voices heard as well. The demonstration comes nearly a week after Minneapolis police fatally shot Locke during an early morning no-knock raid at his apartment. And today, documents showed that police were looking actually for Locke's cousin, who was wanted for killing a man in St. Paul last month. And that cousin has since been arrested, but very unfortunate. And finally, Doug Emhoff, you know, the husband of Vice President Kamala Harris. Yeah, you know, just that yeah, guy. Yeah, that guy. But, you know, uh, the first husband. <laughs> um, he was taken... <laughs> the second husband? Is he the second husband? Second gentleman. First... Second gentleman. Oh, second gentleman. I don't know what they called him. I saw him like... He's the first, though, husband of a VP, obviously. Yeah, but he's yes. the second gentleman. Yeah. Like, okay. So Interesting. he was unfortunately taken out of an event today at a Washington high school by Secret Service agents following an apparent bomb threat. He was at Dunbar High School for an event in commemoration of Black History Month, and he was in the school's museum for about five minutes before a member of his security detail approached him saying, we have to go. Mm, he was removed from the building scary. into his waiting motorcade, and students and educators at the school were also instructed to leave the school with announcements saying, evacuate the building. And of course, they've investigated since. But yeah, scary stuff. That was what's trending this hour. What's happening in entertainment news, Ryan? Actually, my name is Shira. Uh, what's Shira, Ryan? Thank you. Yeah, Shira. <laughs> I'm going to just call you S. Please. Award season just got a little bit more exciting. It's time for the T-Report. Those pop culture stories trending right now. Uh, the nominations for the 94th Annual Academy Awards was just announced earlier today. And while a lot of different talent and titles were given the esteemed recognition of an Oscar nom, only a select handful of LGBTQ plus actors and movies made the cut. Hmm. So which ones made the cut? Let's talk about it. Kristen Stewart um, le- leads the pack with the rightfully deserved nomination in the Best Actress category for her role of Princess Diana in Spencer. Um, West Side Story actress and At 100 honoree Ariana DeBois also garnered a nomination in the Best Supporting Actress category after playing Anita in Steven Spielberg's reimagining of the beloved movie musical. Uh, she also won a, glo- a Golden Globe earlier this year for her performance as Anita, which Rita Marino also won the Oscar for that same role in 1961 when it initially came out. Um, I have been talking very highly about this animated documentary uh, feature, Flea, which tells the true emotional story of the plight of a gay Afghan refugee. Mm. It was nominated for uh, three awards for the night, uh, including Best Animated Feature, Best Documentary Feature, and Best International Feature. And Audible, a documentary executive produced by uh, out model and actor now DeMarco, it tells the story of a Maryland school for the deaf football player, um, which is super cool. And then there's obviously The Power of the Dog, um, which was very, very queer. So, yeah, this one is absolutely mm. wonderful and just very queer. Can't wait to watch. Tune in. The Oscars are set to play, take place on Sunday, March 27th. And you can view the full um, nomination list on WeAreChannelCute.com. I love it. Lots of movies that I need to watch now. Oh, yeah. Well, next I up, haven't seen them either. Oh, you haven't seen them? Oh, I thought. You're always I'm caught Shira. up. You're always caught up. I am being Shira. Okay. So Shira has not seen them. <laughs> there needs to be a yin-yang here. I don't know if it's going to work. Next up, uh, a, a silent crime that is impacting women in the LGBTQ community is on the rise. How do we stop it? That's next. 
Nearly one in three women and about one in six men are stalked at some point in their lives, according to CDC data. And it seems like this is disproportionately impacting women and the LGBTQ community. And here to share more is Orion Rumler, a breaking news reporter at the 19th. Thanks again for being here and joining us. Thanks so much, Sherry. It's great to be with you all. Yeah, and your piece is so important, of course. Uh, you spoke to experts. And why are they sounding the alarm now on this issue? Thank you so much. And I appreciate you all bringing attention to this issue. So part of the reason is that there is still not enough research about how LGBTQ people are experiencing stalking. Although from what research we have, experts still say that this is a pervasive problem for the community compared to cisgender heterosexual people. Um, Because we know back in 2010, the CDC found that bisexual women are disproportionately exposed to intimate partner violence and stalking. Um, And one of the experts I spoke with, uh, Katie Edwards at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, her and her colleagues, they come through hundreds of peer-reviewed papers to find research on how stalking affects LGBTQ people, they can only find 11 out of over 250 peer-reviewed articles. So experts are sounding the alarm partially because there just there needs to be more awareness on on what the community is experiencing because we know this is a problem. Yeah, and actually, we had a conversation here not too long ago about how uh, Apple AirTags, they were Mm. playing a role in a lot of stalking. And I wondered how, if experts are kind of alarmed by how technology is really, you know, increasing what we're seeing when it comes to stalking right now. Definitely. Thank you, Ryan, for asking that. So cyber stalking definitely came up, um, and it's, on, on the positive side, experts do say that, you know, advocates are getting better at helping people come up with, um, like, technologically involved plans to thwart their stalkers. Like, there's more awareness of how to use technology to help yourself. But it is way more dangerous with all the ways we have to communicate with each other. It can be easier to be stalked. Um, there are some best practices you can still do, like strong passwords, Um, Whenever you're answering those personal questions for a website, you should put some random numbers in your answer because if someone really close to you could guess that answer, Mm. that could be bad. So try to put some random numbers in there. If you need to, you could set yourself a new factory setting to get rid of spyware. Um, And we have some more uh, suggestions on our site. Wow. Yeah, it's so crazy now with tech and everything. And again, we're talking to Ariane uh, Rumler from the 19th about uh, stalking, specifically how it impacts the community. Uh, what stalking statutes are out there right now and laws that protect all of us? So it definitely varies by state. And the way that most states approach stalking is that in order to prove that it's happening to you, you have to prove that um like a reasonable person would fear what you're going through. And that gets into why it can be so tricky to convict stalking, because this is a crime that takes place um, like through a pattern of behavior that can look ordinary on the surface. So if you're documenting the behavior, which is recommended um, before you talk to police, you're documenting the behavior over time. um, You usually have to demonstrate that a reasonable person would fear what you're going through Um, and that you or the people directly around you are being threatened. 
Yeah, mm. I, I love in, in your article how you also talked about experts were saying for many survivors of stalking and abuse, the first person they tell isn't law enforcement or a source of authority. And I think that is so important a part of this conversation because oftentimes queer folks, um, no matter what your gender identity is, don't normally go to law enforcement and say, help me, because often they won't be believed mm. or even helped. So in, in that case, how do you, how do you, I mean, listeners listening to this saying, I'm going through this, how do they, you know, reach out and, and figure out who can help them? And thank you so much for asking that. Um, so I would talk to someone like a friend or family member, maybe someone you've had tough conversations with before, someone you've confided in. Because mm-hmm. um, the experts I talked to and the survivor I talked to did say the importance of being believed can make a huge difference in whether someone speaks up at all like one expert I talked to she has spoken with people who their families or friends didn't believe them and then they just didn't say anything for a long time um so if, if someone comes to you close to you and they tell you that they're being stalked um experts recommend start by believing even if it sounds outlandish mm. it probably will sound outlandish just start by believing learn more about it be there for them um and if you're being stalked i would definitely go to someone who is not going to judge you for it, especially if you're LGBTQ. If you have someone in your life who's an ally, who's not going to judge you because of your identity, I think that would also be really important. And just any online resources as well, like somewhere people could go to get support if they don't have that in real life support? Definitely. So uh, there's this one organization called SPARC, that's S-P-A-R-C, um, they have a lot of like sheets and resources you can get just from their website about how to log behavior um, and more information you can get on how to be aware of if you're being stalked. Because for some people, um, especially the survivor I talked to, it can be easy to dismiss behavior if it seems ordinary. Like we don't want to seem the worst in people, uh, but it's good to be aware. So I would definitely try to start, uh, spark for more resources. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was Ariane Ma- uh, Rumler, breaking news reporter at the 19th. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Okay, we're moving on with more. What's coming up next, Ryan? Okay, so COVID, COVID mask requirements are ending across the country, but is this decision based on science or politics? Well, we're getting into that coming up next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, California will end the statewide mask mandate on February 15th and lift negative test requirements to visit hospitals and nursing homes. However, L.A. County's uh, health officials have said they intend to, you know, keep the mandate going. So is all this happening too fast or is this just another political move? Joining us to discuss further is Dr. Laura Rush. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. How are you guys today? Great, yeah. but honestly, shocked by the news. Do you, you know, as someone who is a medical professional out in Palm Springs, who is like on the front lines, is this news coming too soon for you? It really is coming too soon. You know, the, the case rates are still pretty high out there. The high, there's high transmission rates. We're still in that red zone, meaning, you know, it's high, high transmission. And our positivity rate is still really, really high. So I, I think taking masks off just now, um, it may be a little bit of a political move, and it's too soon. Yeah, I was going to say, weren't we supposed to reach maybe a number of cases or like a decrease in cases and hospitalizations to make this mandate go away? So was it just a they, random decision? It's what, you know, the, the, the state of California spoke to the different hospitals to find out what would be a safe case rate for them to handle so they're not so overwhelmed. And they picked a number arbitrarily. It's about 2,500. Mm -hmm. And if they can get under 2,500, then that would give them impetus to say, okay, we could start removing masks because we can handle a higher case load. Well, it's basically saying, sure, we can still accept patients who are getting sick. It doesn't mean that patients are still not going to get sick. Um, The other thing we're looking at, too, is the death rate is still really high. There's always a lag in the deaths after we start to see the case numbers come down because people are sick for a little bit, you know, a couple of weeks, and then they obviously will they'll pass away. So the death rate is still really high. So even though hospitals aren't getting overwhelmed, people are still getting very sick. I mean, honestly, uh, my nerves are so bad because if you're in Los Angeles, the Super Bowl is this weekend, and them wanting to, you know, just the, the idea of this mass mandate and everything kind of going up, you would just only think, oh, there's another surge possibly. And does that worry you that, the you know, even though we, you know, L.A. is still going to keep on their mask, but still there's going to, that's just honestly adding to more of a, a lax kind of mindset over this entire thing, if you really think about it. Well, it is. And, I, you know, L.A. is not going to really be able to meet that threshold in time for the Super Bowl. So they're going to still have to maintain a mask mandate for people over at SoFi Stadium, which is going to, you know, it's going to anger a lot of people. But it's still they're not going to reach their threshold in time. And but absolutely, you can look at the Super Bowl as being a giant super spreader event. Yeah, with L.A. County, as you mentioned, saying that the, like the mandate needs to keep going, I guess, do you think this is going to create more conflict between those who want masks and don't want masks? Of course it will. And the masks, the mask mandates have been doing nothing but creating conflict, even though it's, you know, they have been saving lives. But those of us who are going to continue to wear the mask will continue to wear the mask. And those of us who are not, um, you probably at this point are not going to be able to really convince them to do otherwise. Well, Dr. Laura Rush is joining us, and I guess when we're, a lot of these conversations around everything that's going on in COVID-19, I mean, the last thing we were to expect was the mask mandate being lifted, but around the country, is there are there worries for you when you're looking at the news and you're seeing the latest reports? What's coming up for you that you don't, that you feel like we're not speaking about enough? 
you know, as people start traveling more, we're coming up into spring break season. We'll be coming up soon, and people will be getting on planes and traveling and going to events, you know, in Florida, you know, the concert season coming out here in California. How we're going to be handled, you know, the possibility of another surge that, that pops up, especially if we have a large unvaccinated population, and this is how we start getting different variants that pop out. You know, the other issue, too, is we're not really looking ahead at the undervaccinated or the unvaccinated across the globe. That's still an issue that at that hand. And we haven't really prevented the next surge from coming. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Spain just four days ago announced they're scrapping mandatory outdoor masks. There was another uh, place we had mentioned, I believe, in Europe that said they were doing this as well. Do you think this is going to happen more and more? Meanwhile, as simultaneously, I know Italy, Spain, the countries, it seems like some places are, are tightening the measures and some are loosening them. What do you think is going to happen? It feels like a never-ending mirror ground, doesn't it? You know, it's we're up, we're down, we're up, we're down, and we don't like to just, you know, get the hell off this ride at this point. Um, so it's it's tough. And I think, like the flu, I think we're going to be living with COVID for a very long time. Yeah. And as we wrap up with you here, uh, you know, Coachella's in two months. And I, yeah. I wonder, what are your thoughts around that? Does Do you think that, you know, adds to the worries of everything? I mean, everyone is prepared to come down to the Coachella Valley where you are in Palm Springs. Indeed. Fortunately, it is an outdoor event, so there's that. Um, I think from what I understand, they're going to make it. You have to be vaccinated to get in. So that will help ease some of the concern about that. You know, I go to Coachella every year, and I'm looking forward to going this year, but I'm being cautiously optimistic to see where we are in two months. I'm hoping the case rate, the positivity rate, will be really low. And we have, you know, like I said, if they're checking vaccines and they're strict about it, I think we'll be okay, but... And like I said, I'm going to remain cautiously optimistic. I'd, yeah. I'd like to go. I feel like it's not going to get canceled this year. I have a good vibe. So all around. I, I, <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. Keeping fingers crossed. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. That was all uh, right, you have- Dr. Laura Rush. All right. Stay safe out there. All right. Coming up next, women are uh, swearing by these tactics to scare off creepy men. And we're going to talk about if these could work for you. Some of them are uh, interesting. That's next. What do you do if a creep is just staring at you, right? You're looking good. You're doing your thing, whether it be working out or walking Mm -hmm. or even at the restaurant or a bar. I don't know if you've experienced this where someone just creepy is just like staring at you from behind and you know it. This obviously, I mean, women have talked about this a lot, but I'm not sure if this happens to you. Do you feel that way where you like feel someone's eyes on you and you're like, stop looking at me? No, I've actually been touched inappropriately while at a bar. Oh God, well that's, that's bad. <laughs> I was gonna say that's almost, that's worse. That's more like, like the boundaries crossed. That's a creep. Like at this point, I feel. He had to be like escorted out of oh, the bar. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Yikes. He was, he was really drunk. Well, Bet you can't guess what that place is that well, he was at. I don't know. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, I nudge. Mean. Well, you know, I think uh, people are used to this. As as a woman, I'm used to this. Like, you know, cat called and, you know, you're walking past you know, the typical thing. It's like the construction site. the last site. time you were cat called? I feel, like I, don't, I feel like I don't remember the last time. Yeah. I can't think of like a specific instance recently. Although, you know, there's sometimes like you're walking across the street and someone's like driving by and they scream at you. Mm, I mean, I've never witnessed that. Well, actually, I have witnessed like, that. Huh? I used to work with a uh-huh. girl. Um, she was a coworker of mine. Yeah. And she was, I mean, Donalina. Like she was just 
like stunning. Yeah. And I, I just never really un- like understood. I was like, oh yeah, she's cute, she's pretty. But we would be like just casually walking to get lunch, yeah. and it would be like damn near harassment. I was like, girl, I don't know what you gonna do because I'm no hero. I can't save you. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do, sis. Well, we bring this up because uh, this one woman captured a creepy man watching her working out and shared tactics to scare them away, right? This included having her boyfriend come right next to her. But obviously not all of us have that or someone like you to save I'm not not even that someone. That kind of led people on Reddit to share their own ways like they would scare away or they deal with those, I would say... It's always saying creepy old men, but it's really like just creepy people that might stare at you, but it is usually connected to men. Uh, But some people talked about barking back. Some people, women's talked about how they would make, yeah, noises, pick their noses and eat it. Like really (laughs) extreme things to get them to, to be turned off. Okay, I guess that works. If, if Unless someone's kink is you eating your buggers. <laughs> exactly. Like that would just be like, I mean, the luck of the draw right there. My thing is, like, I... Do you want to share mine? I wouldn't be like... Here's the thing. What if someone's just shy and they are, yes, they're staring, but they don't know how to like come up to you and like flirt and they're just trying to catch your eye. I know. And they're like, because I mean, this situation creeps are creeps, right? Yeah. But uh, like, what if like there is someone who's out there that's just trying to like kind of flirt, but like so nervous that they can't do it. And then they're just like intensely staring at you. That can happen. That could happen. I'm speaking for I, you all out there, uh, you weirdos. Yeah. I feel like there's a few points here. There's a difference between acknowledging like a hot person. Like if you look at, you find, you're like, that is a beautiful person. And just like, have a look. Yeah, like a glance. Yeah, I have glances at everyone. Yeah. I think that's why there's a difference between that and like literally just like following them around and staring yeah, fo- at them. Like, of course. I you think know, that's and, the Even line. at a gym or something. Yeah. But then, or where you're just like caught in a daze and just like daydreaming about I mean, doing things. you know, I'm not going to say that hasn't happened exactly. to me. Yeah, exactly. Where I'm just like, oh my God, this person is just it's way totally, too hot. I can't handle totally. it. Like literally, my trainer is just way too hot that he literally has probably caught me staring at his junk. Wow, that must be a distraction while you're working out. I mean, it's out. just right or there. Or motivation. I literally had to tell him, cover up. It's right there. You're going to slap me in the face with oh, it. Wow. Okay, now Florida is moving forward on their Don't Say Gay Pill, while advocates keep saying how much it will hurt LGBTQ teens. Zach Stafford is back with us, MSNBC contributor. Great to have you here. Oh, it's great to be back. I, I miss know. you all. Oh, my God. I haven't talked to you since the big uh, the MSNBC contributor gig. So mm. congratulations on that. They <laughs> most definitely, you. your talents Thank are you. so good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, this is an unfortunate one, obviously, to cover. Uh, first, how is this bill different or more dangerous than others being proposed right now? Yeah, so I think what makes this one more dangerous is that it has a lot of momentum to succeed. You know, for decades, we've seen bills like this pop up and down throughout different states, and most have been stricken or taken off the books. Uh, But lately, especially after Trump, a lot of Republicans are finding a lot of momentum by focusing in on bills like this. And, you know, Governor Ron DeSantis, um, who is the very Republican governor of Florida, does have his eyes on the White House that is trying to make a case for himself nationally. So what makes it still so dangerous is not only will it forbid LGBTQ kids or even teachers and parents from discussing their lives at all, um, he will make it law and he may be able to use it to get more power in this country, which is a very frightening thing to think about. 
Yeah, it's so mm. interesting to watch Republicans go from one thing to the other. I mean, they were just at critical race theory, and now they're back on either anti-trans legislation or anti-LGBTQ legislation. And it just mm-hmm. feels like, why kids? Why do you think they are so hell-bent on, you know, really coming at kids, queer kids, trans kids, at, in the ways that they are right now? Yeah, I think that's a, it's such a good question. And what people should always remember is the context of these bills. So they always hit right before the midterms or an election cycle. So they're very clearly a political device being used to rally a base. Uh, why children are so useful is even when I talk to like my own liberal family members, they're still a little confused about what exactly it means to talk about sexuality with a five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old. You know, the Republicans are really yeah. lock and step on messaging, making us believe that, you know, we're telling seven-year-olds that they should be trans or that they should be gender non-conforming. When the truth is that's not the case. Mm-hmm. What teachers are doing are creating spaces for all kids to be able to exist and be able to voice their truths without being shamed. Um, and these parents, or rather these Republicans and some of the parents that, that kind of stand behind these bills are trying to frame it as, you know, teachers are telling kids that they should be queer when yeah. that's just not happening. So I think that's what makes people really freaked out because parents are like, wait, are you talking about sex with my five-year-old? And that's just not the case. So I would say on the Democrat side, they're not doing a great job of messaging the reality. Um, so Republicans are currently winning a lot of times. Yeah, it's just it really uh, sucks. So where does it stand right now? Like, could this just be approved by the governor at this point? Who we know we know his take on all this, DeSantis. Yeah, so it, yeah, we do, we do. And he even voiced today. He spoke about it in an event in Miami um, on Monday, actually. Um, and it was the first time he spoke about it, and he said, "Yeah, that like talking about sexuality with kids is really inappropriate, and we should handle this." Um, so it's the first time we've seen him on the record say. Yeah, I'm going to sign this into law if it makes it to my desk. Uh, so it's out of committee and now it heads to the general body. Uh, so it could be coming law very soon, honestly. It just depends on how fast the Republicans want to take it. Uh, but they currently have a very clear path to winning. So I think we should prepare for this too fast. Um, and we're seeing a lot of great momentum and a lot of conversations led by people like Chastin Buttigieg, uh, you know, Secretary of Transportation's husband, Pete Buttigieg's husband, Chastin. Um, they're trying to push out there. The White House is pushing back, but I don't know if the Democrats are going to win this round. Yeah, and we are talking to Zach Stafford, MSNBC contributor, and, you know, I, I think there's so many advocates and activists who are fighting this, but can you actually talk about what they are doing right now in, in the people that you've been speaking to, where they're trying to get this to, you know, stop and turn around, even though it honestly sometimes feels like is this really going to be able to get back under control? Are, are, are Republicans going to continue to still attack queer folks and trans folks as we're just trying to exist yeah. in this life? Yeah, I think sadly they're going to keep trying. Even what people should know is statistically the nation, the United States, is more accepting of LGBTQ people than ever before. Uh, but still Republicans in office will use archaic ideas to try to keep winning elections for those that turn, turn out for votes. Um, but what people should know is that most people do like gay people. You know, that's the majority. But, you know, in these instances, due to a state like Florida having a pretty conservative base and power, they're able to push these things through really fast. Uh, Equality Florida is pulling all the stops um, to fight back. They're, I think, releasing ads soon, like cable TV ads which they haven't done since, you know, the fight for marriage was happening on a national stage. Um, So we're seeing a lot of resources poured into Florida right now to fight back. Uh, But it's tough, you know, if only they can push the general public to fight with this. But again, kids stuff, we keep seeing it pass because people, again, are afraid that their kids are, that parents don't have the full control over what their kids are learning in school. And they're still really anxious about that, especially when kids are still sometimes zooming in from class in their own living rooms. 
Yeah, I'm wondering even what anyone could do to stop this from happening, like boycotting Florida yeah. or like tourism. I don't even think it would matter. Like, I'm boycotting Florida just because it's Florida. So. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, I support you if that's what you need to do. But this, I mean, it's a good point because in North Carolina, we saw that happen. You know, in 2014, I believe, um, we saw LinkedIn and other companies pull out support and show the economic devastation. But um, we're not seeing the same type of momentum right now in Florida, actually, yeah. um, which I think people should be asking why. Why are corporations being so silent right now, which they weren't before? Well, uh, that was Zach Stafford, MSNBC contributor. Great having you back. Thanks. It's good to be back. So good. Okay, what's coming up next, Ryan? Okay, so should your vaccine status affect the ability to see your kids? What happened to one parent that is bringing the conversation forward? That's coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Woo! Should your vaccine status affect the ability to see your kids? Well, guess what? It's happening to one unvaccinated father in Canada. He lost custody of his three children, one of which is a 10-year-old immunocompromised child. Uh, The father basically presented research to the judge that he believed questioned the safety of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. The judge, of course, ruled against it. And uh, the order allows the father to interact with children over Zoom and reevaluate the sentencing if he does get vaccinated. But the mother can overrule his lack of parental consent to get her children vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, this, is a, this is a tough one. God, This is really horrible. What is I going feel bad. on? I mean, at the same time, hmm. here's the thing. If you are, I was going to say. If uh, the kids are allowed to do like to get it and they need to, but yeah, if someone's immunocompromised and it could put them at risk, you would say this is the thing. You could say it's a form of like not being responsible, parental abuse, like you're not fulfilling your role by not doing the right thing. 
But this is a hard one. Mm. This is a hard one. Oh my god! Like I feel like I, I feel like um, I wonder the impact this will have, like the long term impact. Say like they are safe and he makes sure he's negative and all that. I feel like there could have been another option of what of him being able to see the him kid, not being like, an anti vaxxer Be like, yeah, that could be. There's an option. A, that's another option. That's a great Always option. Always test yourself actually. or like live in a bubble, but. I wonder the impact of like kids or families Here's taking away a dad like that. Point number one, you should know who you're laying down with when you're about to have kids with somebody, in all honesty. Because if you don't know, understand where they stand on certain things, you'll be in a situation like this, unfortunately. Because clearly, this is like an ethical thing. Like, y'all are clearly on the wrong page. You slept with the anti-vaxxer before the pandemic hit. And guess what? Boom, a pandemic hit. Now y'all <laughs> arguing over the kids. Here's the thing. I hate that this is the situation yeah. that they are in. Let's be honest, yeah. right? It's not okay. It's it's it sucks. The kids are probably so sad that they're not getting to see their father. But also, sir, you can't bring your ass in front of a judge and try to present that a vaccine where you're not a scientist that's true. is not right. So, yep. of course, that's just going to further, especially <laughs> with the political climate, the climate around this, it's going to further show that yep. maybe this person isn't that equipped to be the yeah. father that they're trying to be. Not saying they're not a good father, but there's flaws. And yep. I, yep. I, you know, I just... I think we have to be really serious here. Like COVID is continually killing people. We are still in the midst of this thing. And children are, you know, children are, they're still trying to figure this whole thing out when it comes to kids. It's very, very tricky. And so, and even if he didn't believe in the vaccine, if I was a parent, I would just get it. I would just get it because I don't want to be separated from my kids. What are you going to risk? That's the most important thing yeah. for me. Wouldn't you put your, yeah. Is I don't your, even have what's kids. What's more important, your kid's life or your life? But if, that you, way. if they were to tell me that my dog needed to get, uh, was in, you know, not like, you know, well, able, I wouldn't be able to be around my dog. Yeah, if what I would you vaccinated, do? I would get vaccinated because my dog's like my child. That's mm-hmm. the only closest thing that I can really relate yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, I moment. hear you on that. But, I mean, there's only one parent in the room, and that's Producer Justin. Yeah, Producer Justin, as the parent, what are Mm -hmm. your thoughts on this? I I think that it's it's hard. Yeah. Uh, You know, everyone wants to have their own freedom, but at the the same time, like, should – could there have been a different option for this guy? Yeah, I think, you know, maybe testing, maybe, you know, do it outside or something like that, but – you have to weigh like what what's the best for the child and that's the that's the terrible thing is like you're putting your child in a no-win scenario where either you're going to lose you know interaction with your child or you're going to you know put their safety at risk over this and i i'm not that selfish i like i got vaccinated right away and like my my whole thought was not you know necessarily is it good for me it's is it good for my family Mm, and that's that's the biggest thing yeah because my thing is i it's one of those things where it really does you know suck that he's in it but i just also feel like if you know your child is can get way sicker because even with with testing like testing you can you can be negative one day but then you can be around someone and Mm -hmm. then carry that thing and not know until six days later after you've hung out with your babies that guess what you have now tested positive yeah. that puts yeah. everybody into a sticky situation so it's it's one of these things like can't we put if this thing wasn't so politicized and so like polarized in in, in so many ways mm-hmm. maybe parents would feel more willing to get on the same well, page regardless yeah. of being an anti-vaxxer and, and, and now a decision like this continues to kind of divide people it's like how dare you take a child away from their father when you're like well if say this person does get sick science says that he has a a likelihood of possibly not making it wouldn't that be reason to maybe 
get something that could help him, you know, be in a, or her, them be in a better place. Yeah. So, yeah, it is really unfortunate. And imagine, even if the mother is low-key like an anti-vaxxer too, and she got the vaccine, I'm like, at least she's still putting the kids before Yeah, sacrificing yeah. Their, their own beliefs, whatever yeah, is, or questions or skepticism. She's like, I'm so willing to be turned into a zombie if it happens, just <laughs> because you, baby. of my babies. <laughs> Okay, one author, the author of Healthier Together um, podcast, actually, Liz Moody, asked her followers, what uh, are your tiny indulgences? And it brought up a whole conversation about tiny indulgences that don't cost much but feel luxurious. So people are sharing their tiny indulgences. I'm going to just keep saying that. Has Liz Moody been on our show before? Her I feel like really she has. Familiar. Yeah. You know, we have everyone on our show. I mean, girl, we're CNN. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess like brings up, you know, for us, like I want to hear from you. What what do you have? What tiny indulgences? What things Ooh. do you have that are like little self-care that aren't a lot? I just bought a new a shower head. Okay. That was really expensive, but also one of my favorite buys. And when I tell you there is a certain setting on that shower oh. head. Hey. Wow. Okay. It, don't, don't, you know. All the way sh- from up there? Woo. I mean, because no, you can detach it. <laughs> okay, it's a detachable. And you can bring it to some, you know. You yeah, can just, I hear you. Um, it's just a, that it's is a, an, That is a nice one. That's a good one. Self-care. Ooh, delicious. It just, it's taking me back to that shower this morning. Okay. Um, well, that's why you're in such a good mood. Another, <laughs> um, and another one uh, was, is I am going to, you know, when I went for my birthday, to go to like a fancy spot to get a massage. Oh, yeah. I really want to start incorporating that like like every month, mm-hmm. just once a month to just like work it out. That's so good you for know? you. And so I've kind of been thinking about like like doing that yes. even for like Valentine's Day. Your own self-love Valentine's. Yeah. For sure. Actually, I should do Well, I was going to say I should do that for me and my partner, but uh, he doesn't get like a massages. shower head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey baby. <laughs> Here's a shower I mean, head. That one's more usable than that little light up disco ball that you. That thing <laughs> is timeless. By the way, best Amazon uh, thing I bought during the pandemic: the disco ball. A spontaneous it dance party. It, it does start a party. It does exactly. I have to give you. So that. you know, for me, when I think of this, I'm definitely a bath person. I will do a bath with some salt, uh, but I'm also one of those that like dancing. Like when I go get my water sometimes, and I'm waiting, so you have to press that button. It takes so long to get the water. You, you know, you really don't. All you, I, I've actually seen you at that thing, and I'm like, girl, all you got to do is press the code button and enlarge, and it fills it up by itself. Wait, what? No one told me this. <laughs> I was like, why? I've watched her do it like 70 times. And you didn't even say anything. Because honestly, it's been enjoyable you. just to watch you wait. It's honestly been so enjoyable. I trying to pour myself water at the machine here. And she talks about how long it takes. I'm like, oh, if only she knew. Yeah, like, so I have to keep my <laughs> finger on the button, and it hurts my finger also. Uh, that And and also, you know, when I use the microwave, anytime I have to wait and I'm in that kitchen here, I always just, because we have music on from the different radio stations, oh. and I always just, like, I'm dancing and singing to myself. Yeah. For me, that's fun. Or in the bathroom. Like, the other that's night. That's your indulgence? Yeah, like, a little dance. Like, the other night, I came back home, and there was a song that went on at the party I was at. Mm-hmm. And I came back home and for some reason it was like still in my head and I was kind of like, you know, brushing my teeth, washing my face, and I just was dancing alone in the mirror with myself. 
Like watch it. I was like, yes, you girl. Yes, you work it. You were, were you like clothed? Or... Oh, I, I was just, you know, taking it off. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were like nude. Just full oh, I've on done giving that. yourself a oh, show. Oh, I've done that too. Uh, but yes. And then the coffee in the morning. Just like that mm. that ritual of like getting your coffee yeah. and I, all that. Ever since I've become a coffee drinker, that's kind of been included with my walking. Mm. Uh, like Coco going to pick up a coffee or something. from a. That's the best. Yeah, it's been really nice. Producer Justin, what about you what's your nice indulgence so my nice indulgence because i have a child that's two years old yeah. is whenever i go to oh my god he goes to bed twos. yeah and you know what my wife and i do we uh we put on the uh amazing race okay oh. so we we, we we find a show to binge and right now we're just binging all the scenes of the amazing race i Fun. love that i love that honestly i thought you were going to say porn Y'all, like, once the kid's gone, y'all just put on porn. Well, uh, oh. <laughs> hey, you know, this is a G There's one show. thing what I gotta is, say about when that. When has this show ever been? Oh. Hey! That's what I'm talking this about. This is the music Shira puts on when she's dancing in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, you know it. I'm feeling it right now. Hey! <laughs> Yes, we are back for more show right now. No, we're not. We're this is actually your imagination. Oh we my are God. not here. Wow, what a dream. I mean what a dream. We're I mean, imagine what nightmare you're having for our voices to pop up. <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> I've dreamt about this show before, by the Disgusting. way. Disgusting. You've never dreamt about it? No. In the four years? I, I well, I mean, I wouldn't remember because you know, if you remember yeah, a true. dream, like I feel like as it time goes by, you start to like stop remembering it or you like wake up and like you either have to journal really quickly to like write down your details before it leaves your mind oh yeah definitely I feel like there's one time that I dreamt that I do remember I'll tell you that in the day. you don't have to <laughs> or maybe I'll keep it to myself <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, next up, uh, exactly. what to do if you feel antisocial after the pandemic ends? This is something that a lot of us might be going through. Uh, that's in 15 minutes. Uh, plus, should your voicemail message determine how qualified you are for a job? What happened to this one person? And she shared her story on TikTok. And producer Justin, you have not put a random song on today. So you got to do it at the top of the hour. Next hour. Everyone's waiting. Yeah. Well, fine. Yeah, just challenge it. accepted. Thank Stick you. around for Justin's random song of the day, but it comes with a tidbit. Next hour. You don't have to brand everything. Shira's trying to monetize our entire lives. <laughs> She's like, we got to brand this so we can get people to buy it. <laughs> we want to sponsor Justin's music tidbit of the day. I will take any sponsorship money you have available. Yeah, so right. Please, right. please, come, come one, come all. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let's get into some what's trending this hour. Um, very tragic news happening in uh, Iraq. Uh, a 23-year-old trans woman was reportedly killed by her brother in Kurdistan late last month in what local media has called an honor killing. Doski Azad, a makeup artist at a salon, was killed January 28th near the city of Duhok. And that was according to local media, Ruda. And last Thursday, the U.S. State Department issued a statement on Twitter calling for authorities in the region to find those responsible for the killing and bring them to justice. Now, the lawmaker behind a Wyoming bill seeking to ban trans women from playing high school and college sports on women's teams didn't even know that the state already had a policy in place regarding trans athlete participation. And it was a a good policy. Ron Laird, who's the commissioner of the Wyoming High School Activities Association, uh, told the local uh, news that he recently spoke to the bill's lead sponsor, State Senator Wendy Schuler, and said she was completely unaware of this statewide policy because... Yeah, do they do their research? Hmm. I don't know, yeah. The policy says all students can be considered for the opportunity to participate in Wyoming high school activities 
in a manner that is consistent with their gender identity, irrespective of the gender listed on a student's record. So, take that! And finally, Governor Ron DeSantis admitted he has yet to look at any particulars of anything, but opposes schools discussing gender identity with students. I think that's wrong to, to have them being involved with things that aren't age appropriate. And so, you know, I haven't looked at any particulars of anything, uh, but I do think you've seen instances in which kids are encouraged to be, um, you know, doing stuff with like a gender ideology. And I, I think the parents really do need to be involved in that. And so Wait, that goes to, excuse me. So we have had reports where people in schools um, and I think that's why they're getting at uh, where people have been, uh, not only the districts, but individual instances um, of where that has been encouraged not to be shared with parents. And so that I think most parents, they want to know what's going on in the schools. Funny thing is, you can literally be a Republican and just like say anything and mm -hmm. think it's like rooted in facts. Because mm -hmm. like he's like, I mean, there's so many instances here, but like I have none to offer you right now. But there's been a lot of reports, but yep. I have nothing to say. Now, we actually just discussed this with Zach Stafford, MSNBC contributor, and you can listen to the full interview on our podcast. Go to WeAreChannelQ.com. Our podcasts are available. Always a reminder, let's go there with Sharon Ryan. That was What's Trending This Hour. What's happening in entertainment news, Ryan? Hmm. All right. <laughs> let's talk about it. Pete Davidson has yep. finally referred to Kim Kardashian as his girlfriend in public for the first time ever. We got the clip to prove it. It's time for the T-Report, those pop culture stories trending right now. So in a new interview uh, with People, he was, you know, talking about his upcoming Super Bowl commercial and what his life is like as a famous celebrity in his 20s mm -hmm. who's actually not on social media when he let the big word slip. Here's what he said. I don't have Instagram or Twitter or any of that stuff. So, like, most of my daily life is, like, getting into cars and showing up to a set. Or I just, like, if I'm off, I just either hang with my friends or chill with my girlfriend inside. And yes, he still lives with his mother and he still lives in his childhood. No, I thought room. he got his own place. No, I'm just joking. Let no, he, my joke Well, rock. no, because he was living in his mom's I basement for a while. I know he was. I that actually was the whole joke. Wait, I watched the Netflix, or someone did, a YouTube channel did a tour of his basement room or his suite. I watched it. Of course you And did. I was just watching it just to see, like, can I see what all these women see? Did you see it? I didn't see no, it. No, you didn't see but it. But I honestly, like, I was just like, he seems so you very were forcing sweet. yourself to see but it. But juvenile. Juvenile. Yeah, I think Kim you know, like, is I'm, also a maniac. I was just trying to imagine, <laughs> like, you know, intimacy with this person. And I just, not to, like, put myself too much there. But, you know, just to get into it, I couldn't. I don't know. I don't know if I want to be in the room where he was in that interview in. <laughs> Um, because that room looked like it hadn't been clean in like seven years. And he's waiting for his mom to come fold his clothes and do his laundry. Oh, it was awkward. I saw your clip that you tweeted. And I'm just like, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. Well, yeah, it's just shocking that every day, like Kim Kardashian is dating this man with his room that looks like that. And it actually came out that uh, behind him was a candle with her, like one of those like prayer candles with her face on it. Which, whatever. Kim, as long as you're happy... Yeah, that's true. She may be experiencing orgasms for the first time, and I understand. That, that's true. Maybe that's it. I mean, I keep <laughs> thinking, like, knows? this has to be it. And it, it seems knows? like you go from an uh, alpha, major alpha person like Kanye to he's someone. alpha in his own way. I feel like he is, but, like, he, is much, he seems much sweeter, and he probably she probably has him around her finger. 
Uh, yeah, you just never know. I mean, he's in, he's winning. He's probably getting everything paid for. Right? Including his Happy Meals. That's your T-Report. <laughs> um, head over to WeAreChannelQ.com to check out more. And, of course, I got another T-Report coming up next hour. Okay, after this, uh, what happens when we can't blame the pandemic for being antisocial? We're diving in next. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Okay, so while these mask mandates keep going away, in California it got announced, there's probably other states that already governors were not into it. Right. Not to be named. Uh, but No, say their names. <laughs> you can Google. We've been saying their names the whole show. <laughs> what happens, though, when we can't blame the pandemic for being antisocial? Like, not to say that it's over. It's, there's, it's definitely still here. But as it seems to be kind of the... The danger or the uh, alarm, I keep saying the alarm, I think this is the third time on the show, the alarm is like decreasing or going away. Um, What do we do? What do we do about it? Have you been using the pandemic as, as an excuse to not go out, Ryan? Um, I think I was using the pandemic as an excuse before there was a pandemic. Um, if I'm being quite honest, you know, I knew I was manifesting it. I, I thought you were psychic or something. <laughs> um, but no, here's the thing. I am known to be someone who is like a homebody. And if I don't want to go somewhere, I'm not going to go somewhere. And I'm trying to get out of that. But I, I will say it has been nice to have, find comfort mm. in being being able to say no because of the pandemic, right? Um, But my thing is, I feel like we're already in that space where saying no and using the pandemic as an excuse is already something that's just not flying anymore because people are out and about more than we were like back in 2020 or, you know, even the uh, the beginning of 2021. Um, And I feel like people are out and about now. So it's really like, are you just using the pandemic as an excuse or do you not just want to come out? And if I'm being honest, I get anxiety around the idea of even using the pandemic as an excuse. Oh, I get yeah. very nervous being like, oh my God, like I don't want them. It's it's like one of those things where- Are they going to think I'm, I'm being still sensitive yeah, about this? Yeah, or, or if you're wearing, like if you come around a group of people and you're still, no one else is wearing their mask and yeah. you're wearing your mask still and it's just like, it makes you, you're like, should I just like slide it underneath it's my so, nose? Yeah, so here's the thing. Like I was at a dinner um, a lot the other week and it, it was open and we were standing at first. It was kind of like, oh, t- I thought we were going to like take the food and put it on our plates and be standing around. Yeah. Well, everyone started sitting and there was one person that was wearing a mask um, and all of us had kind of taken off our masks, right? Yeah. Um, we were all vaccinated yeah. and negative. Anyway. Uh, you know? But anyway, but she, it was interesting because she still at the table was wearing her mask at the table, but then at a certain point she had to take it off to eat. And so you could see she I'm was just like, I, and I, I knew probably this person's uncomfortable, right? It's still so and awkward. And so it, it uh, you know, I think that in the end you have to, uh, we use this a lot, grace and space. And it's like, if, do you, I'll do me, it's all good, but like, let's respect each other and what we're each doing. But I do think this, I mean, the whole, this, this whole thing has really created a weird version of like feeling like an outsider. 
are our feeling like even within like that moment she probably felt so like I, I want to do what's I best know. for me but I feel a little weird I know which I feel and bad about that that just brings anxiety at least for me that's sometimes what comes up if I'm in spaces where like I've noticed like oh, okay everyone's pretty comfortable with each other we know we're vaxxed yeah. we've shown our things but like I still just for safety for my reason like it's like a peer pressure thing you just see everyone taking off their mask and you're like oh I guess I should at a certain point yeah you feel like okay how long am I going to be able to do this while yeah. in the space of these people yeah I agreed and then also for so me so I'd rather just stay home <laughs> yeah avoid it all together yeah right for me it's interesting because I I've always been social but I really liked having that boundary of being able to you know talk to people do FaceTime Zooms yeah. but then in the end I could come back to my space quickly right there was yeah. like a limit I mean you wouldn't do that for more than 30 minutes to an hour well right? that's also the thing right where like if you're having meetings now with people because like I said the world is kind of opening up I mean California is about to drop their mask mandate exactly. unfortunately but like I've been finding myself being like oh so if I want to meet up with someone should I say should we do a Zoom call or should I know, we is it, are you rude dinner? if you say Zoom? Yeah. Right? Because then everyone's like, I'm we've been doing Zooms for two years. So and you want to see me on a Zoom? Am, am I that type of friendship? Am I that type of person? Well, in all honesty, it just feels easier, like you mentioned. Like you can literally just hop on and then I can go back and sit on the couch and 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 you know, do what I was doing in the first place. Wait, I have some people actually that are saying to me, you know, if you can only do a Zoom, let's just wait till we can do it in person. And so then they'll, be, but what oh, if it's well, someone? We're gonna be waiting to the year 3000. Yeah, like, well, so, like, because even after this, I'm not gonna be available. <laughs> so, if you're that picky. Well, yeah, like, I, I mean, and if it's someone you need to get together with for work or you do wanna catch up with, so you go, okay, let's just meet in person. Uh, but right now, there are just so many things going on now. We have Super Bowl week, yeah. events, I, like, people are back at it, right? Yeah. And so, in a way, for me, I feel like I want to like I want to be out there, put myself out there. There's a lot of business to be done. But mm-hmm. then at the same time, I'm just like, oh. Do you think the pandemic has helped all. you? Uh, do you think the pandemic has helped you say no? Like, help you? Has it helped you say no? Like, the power of the no? Song? Jonas Brothers. Oh, at the power Year of 3000. no. Icon. Are you kidding me? Old person Love. alert. <laughs> Well, a woman is going viral after sharing how she allegedly lost a job opportunity due to her inappropriate voicemail greeting. Let's listen to the voicemail greeting. Yeah, let's listen to the voicemail greeting. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Naya, and I'm back with another banging banger. I'm sorry I couldn't answer the phone. Please leave your name, number. Yeah, you know all that. Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Uh. Okay, so this seems like a, a, a woman who, like, you know, likes to have fun and is yeah, good. she seems sweet. Well, apparently, you know, she... <laughs> either she forgot to change the voicemail, um, but whatever. In the voicemail, there she also got another one where the alleged hiring manager um, basically didn't like what he heard. Here's what he had to say. Yes, Miss Jones, I recommend if you apply for a job and you expect somebody to call you, that you have a more appropriate uh, response on your uh, voicemail. Oh. So uh, thank you for applying, and no need to give us a call back here at Harris Theater. Thank you, man. Bye. And I may shock you, but I agree with him. <laughs> really? Wait a second. So this is I agree thing. with him. No, I thought like, that was so ghetto. Like, my thing is, girl, I you know, I... 
when you are applying for places, she's is fun. Like she seems like a great good time she's girl. Probably, yeah, she's probably younger, and so if anything, yeah, wouldn't you give you her a shot and then say, "Hey, I like I'm looking. <laughs> no, I'm looking at your resume. I think you're awesome. Nah, like I'm gonna give you the job, but FYI, like nah. it might the voicemail message message that you have might turn someone off. But I think you deserve the job. Can you maybe change that? Nah. You're gonna just I'm not sorry. give her a job because of a voice message? It's not even a voice message. That's her. That's on her. First of all, one. Who is sending voicemails at this time? Like in 2022, like get like actually leaving voicemails. Yeah, that's like do very that. weird. My voicemail box is full. People do leave a lot of voicemails. Well, that speaks to something else about you. <laughs> <laughs> that to, that's not. But also, like I do think you know when you are applying for jobs, even if you want to have that fun thing, like turn it off and then just have the automated like little voicemail like you know thing that Hi, says your number. You've reached my voicemail. Blah 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 blah. blah. Do yes. you want to hire me? We'll leave a message. No, I mean you don't gotta say that but just have the automated voice like you know voice say like oh you've reached the number and then there you go and then he can leave that but for me girl no i wouldn't be i wouldn't be interested this is pretty discriminatory and like i would say i don't i don't know she could like she could say that this was racist that guy's way well my my I i don't think he said anything about race I know, but like you said, if you say it's ghetto, this, that, like people can... I can say it's ghetto. You can't say it's ghetto. I can say it's ghetto. You can't say But don't you think that's like, you're like just, is I, that discriminatory because you're no, like... No, I think there's an idea of being, when you're like, I think even when it's your first job, like there's a lot of things that you have to learn about the workforce and all these things. And I think, yeah, maybe he could have left a better or nicer voicemail. But honestly, girl, he doesn't owe her anything. Why even leave a voicemail? Just... Just because she wanted to teach her a lesson? I don't know. I mean, like, but that's kind of rude. Or but he could I, have, I don't know. I, her having that voicemail while she is looking for a job is just something I would never do. Honestly, I'm cringing at but it. The, the, I can't believe it. This is not like he's not hiring a CFO or he some high have level to be. executive. She's going to bag groceries store. at a Harris. Why are we? At, first of all, take the classism and elitism out of your voice. Like act like bagging groceries like the lowest thing that you can possibly no, do. Also, no. it's a shortage. Like, aren't we in a shortage of it's, employees and like hiring? Yes. So great. wouldn't now he need a, someone? That's a great fact. That's a great point. But my thing is, I do think this was a learning experience for her. To like say, hey, if you are looking for a job, you can't just have anything on your voice me- message, like or your voicemail box. Like that's just like not something that everyone is going to be okay with. Now it could go into the respectability politics of it all. Like yes, that's a thing. But I do think this is a learning lesson about girl, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate when you're entering into a work field. I think that's important. So people were not happy with this, and they actually went after that grocery store. And the manager, I think they left like uh, reviews saying how horrible he was and how she deserved a job because she posted on TikTok. Yeah, I mean, she'll get a job somewhere. Maybe if the TikTok doesn't go, you know, (laughs) her next hiring manager doesn't see her TikTok. So here's the thing. I think there was a way to teach a lesson while also possibly giving her an opportunity and giving it a shot. Oh, no, I agree. I agree with that. But also not everyone's going to do that. Well, we saw that with this. Anyway, well, it's hard out there. You're having a hard time hiring, but yet it's still hard out there to get a job. I don't know, honey. I I think, play it again. Play yeah, let's the hear it again. again. I'm sorry. She seems like a fun girl to go bowling with. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Naya, and I'm back with another banging banger. Is she recording is a YouTube like vlog? A, a bang, what is she like, saying? It sounds like this is the intro to her YouTube. Like, this is not, why is this her voicemail? She's a young woman. I get it, but also, sis, things you gotta learn. I feel like this is how I would, 
You know what? Grocery stores, uh, it's a difficult job, but you know, it helps when you have a good- grocery store. I know, but it helps- It's actually quite difficult. Yeah. Especially when you like need to, you know, scan like, you know, the the ET cards of it all. Like that's- They could use some positivity. She seems like through this voice message, she'd bring a lot of sunshine and positivity. Like, what's up? Like, I want to be going to a grocery store with someone going, what's up? What's up? Hey! Okay, Cher, let's let's get you at working at a grocery store real quick. (laughs) I think you'll fit in perfectly at your local Trader Joe's. Oh, I would love to get some discounts at Trader Okay, let's do it. This morning, Peloton actually fired a bunch of its employees. Having the worst year. Having not such a good time. I mean, talk about one company that did really well during the pandemic. I mean, blame Big. Blame him for everything on Sex and the City. Mm -hmm. He ruins it all. It's true. Him and Chris Noth. (laughs) Yep, one (laughs) and one. Is it Newth or Noth? Noth. Noth? I thought it was Chris Noth. Whatever, he's well, the worst, so I don't care how I pronounce his uh, name. Peloton employees today, uh, they found out either through the news or through email that they were fired. 2,800 workers as part of a turnaround plan. But guess what? They got something in return. And I want to let know if you think this this is enough. You'd be happy with this. They were offered free fitness classes for 12 months as part of a severance package. The Peloton membership, it typically costs $40 per month, and it will be coming in addition to the cash severance payments, extended healthcare coverage, and help finding new jobs. So listen, it sucks to get fired. There's no good news about that, right? I don't know if there's any way to make that feel better. But at the very least, I think, you know, providing them with classes. Do they provide them with the bike too? I assume the bike comes with it. Are you about to normalize them being fired for these workout plans? I didn't say that they I'm already not had access to it. I'm saying, do you, does this make it? This doesn't make it better, but I mean, clearly, it's you good. think it makes it like, oh, this is great. I mean, if you're gonna get fired, I've gotten fired before and got nothing. So oh, I know you got something for it. Write <laughs> ups. The, the internet. I've gotten some life lessons. <laughs> yeah, you got something <laughs> for it. <laughs> lots of th- and, okay. and actually lots of therapy. This is not okay. The CEO of Peloton just bought a fancy ass estate, like $50 million estate, and then knew that the stock was dropping on Peloton. And then, then proceeds to fire. Oh, like 2,800 of his employees while he's living in this fancy estate? He probably fired them so he can continue to afford the lifestyle that he's trying to live? I'm sorry. Like, this is just not okay. Like, maybe if we were still locked up in our homes, maybe, you know, Peloton wouldn't be having such a hard time right now. But I don't know. Like, the way these companies treat their employees is just so awful. Well, do you remember the uh, story we covered? The last where, thing I want to do after being fired what? is working out with the company <laughs> that fired me. Maybe I'll give you actually some motivation. You're like, I hate you. Yes. It's no, like because you're looking, workouts. you're watching the workout people, like the guy, the people that like teach your classes be also on TV being their own celebrities in their own way. Like it's, it's not just being like, Oh, th- these are just regular teachers or these are just regular employees that are watching you. Like some of these people who are like working for this company uh-huh. who are teaching the classes have become full on celebrities yeah. in their own right. It's been good for them. This is just not okay. Uh, I was going to say, remember when we reported about the company that fired everyone on Zoom altogether? Like I kind of rather get it and 
honestly, I don't want to be on Zoom like making an event. Just send me an email. Okay. Right? Okay. So Brian, our program director, <laughs> you're hearing it well, first. No, I meant if you're a thousand Just people. Just go ahead and send the email we were talking about. <laughs> and then we're all good. I'll just give me a Peloton <laughs> membership with it. Come on. We're wrapping up the show as we always do with our Yes Queen of the Day. Yes Queen. Now this is one way to spend your birthday. Uh, This gay couple, Canadian couple, Ben Berg and Larry Welsman, in honor of Berg turning 65, they decided they would summit 65 peaks over 650 meters. What an adventure. And they captured it all and they've been sharing their story. They've been together for 25 years and they love hiking, climbing mountains, traveling. So what better way to celebrate uh, the birthday? I think I, I think I would do something like this. Yeah, this seems right about around your alley. <laughs> I've already done some of these uh, treks that they've done. I don't actually. know. They, uh, that sounds exhausting. It is. I mean, it will keep you in good shape, that's for sure. If you want to stay young at 65, some at 65, 65 mountains. Yeah. I don't, here's the thing. I love that they found each other and they're the type of people who do this, but, oh, this is also disgusting. I'm not climbing every mountain. Leave that to the song. <laughs> Climb every mountain. I'm just not do that. doing that. J- Producer Justin, do you know that song? You, we don't have to. We <laughs> really don't have to. Just using it to emphasize the point. All I'm saying is, I love what they have for each other. Do I want it? Nope. <laughs> what would you do to celebrate your 65th birthday? It would be something that, like, at Ooh, that age. Um, I don't know. Probably go on one of those crazy cruises. What's a crazy cruise like? I don't know. The one where everyone's in jock straps and doing poppers. Guess what? You could do that today. <laughs> I could. You I don't could. need to wait. I could most definitely do that today. Do you want to take your vacation request? <laughs> well, no. Not now. Not now. Well, but soon. Happy birthday. As soon as I find my love. <laughs> happy birthday uh, to Berg. Uh, what's his Ben Berg and Larry Walsh. Ben Berg. An inspiration. Uh, definitely giving us some ideas for the future. You get our Yes Queen of the Day. Yes, Queen. And that also does it for our show today, but we are back tomorrow, same time, 2 to 6 p.m. Pacific, 5 to 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on Channel Q Live. On tomorrow's show, we are bringing you what's trending this hour everywhere, every hour, the headlines of the day, as well as the tea report with Ryan every hour. Yeah. And we're going to be getting into Sydney Sweeney and uh, how... The actress gets candid about people taking acting seriously. Okay, are we doing that? Yeah. I think we can talk about that. I think she's bringing up some interesting points. Yes. You know, just we need to talk about it just because you're getting into an acting career. You know, I know you want people to take you seriously. Well, this actually has more to do with women. Okay. So it might be you. Okay. I don't know. We're going to be getting into it tomorrow. Sure, just keeps trying to change my gender identity. I don't know. I do like to call you a queen. (laughs) If you miss any of our show or interviews, we post everything as a podcast. Just go to the Odyssey app where our podcasts are available and search Let's Go There. We are sending you love and light. And honey, remember to slay. Well, stick around next for Loveline with Dr. Chris. He's talking about how to heal relationships after addiction. That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.